Hello, 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 hello. What? Welcome no. to our show. No. After boss no. prom is on. No. What? what are you doing? We've already Do- had that intro. I know, but... We had it last week. I know, but it's perfect for it, isn't it? No. All right, I'll come up with something else. Okay. Here we go. Hello, hello. It's about podcast you're looking what? for. No. Arthur Barstrom no. is our guest. No, Adam. And no. we've tried our very best. No, I've, I've seen what you've done there. No. It's another hello, hello. I've no. worked it right. No? No. Give me one last go in this. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh, no, not bloody Adele. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's me. I just caught up Arthur Bostrom and said we're gonna have some tea. No. <laughs> no. What? No, I told you no intro. Oh, but it was... I thought that would be all right. Listen carefully. I shall say this only once. What? No bloody intro. <sighs> Hello, welcome to episode 28 of Tea for Two. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. That's right, because today's episode will feature part two of our wonderful interview with Arthur Bostrom. Now, we've actually had quite a lot of the Hello, hello community uh, reach out. Yeah, they've reached out. All the fans. Sent us a few messages saying they enjoyed the last week's episode and that. Um, Some are saying they're going to listen to both back to back, which is nice. Um, uh, some people have put some unusual comments on things. Uh, the various, the obvious ones, they've all put the good moaning and all that business. Yeah. But one person uh, of interest came to mind. Uh, they put, I don't know if it's a typo or they're religious or what, uh, but they put God morning. And no, sorry, they put God moaning okay. <laughs> as a comment to one of my posts, uh, to which I replied, um, is he? <laughs> you know, is he moaning? Uh, and he probably they, is. Yeah. He's, he's looking down going, what are you all doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop wasting your time with that podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was unusual. Yeah. Uh, and I said to them, uh, I think you've quoted him wrong there. And then they, they profoundly said, is anything wrong in this situation when you, you're saying things wrong? Were they being really philosophical mm. or were they angling? At oh, the I just cut them straight down and said, <laughs> I just went, well, actually, if you're quoting someone's quote and their catchphrase, yes, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I had to make that clear. Making friends on the internet. <laughs> Making friends from a distance that you can not talk to again. Uh, no, but we have. That was really nice. We have, honestly, loads of them. Um, so I can't mention all of them. There's lots of pages on Facebook. But if you, honestly, if you just search, for, if you're a fan of LOLO and you just search LOLO on Facebook, there's loads of groups. Fab. They're all um, based around LOLO, surprisingly. Oh, no way. Um, um, we actually had um, a French person reach out as well. Because obviously... Uh, Sacre bleu! Uh, a real French person. A real French person. Because um, Arthur's book, which we will talk about in the second part of the interview... It's nicely done. Um, it's called The the French Froze Book, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, book. Um, and apparently, the word book... I don't know how if I'm pronouncing that right in French, but Burke uh, means disgusting or like, yeah. Is that why people often call me a Burke? Possibly. Ah, I get it. Well, there's one <laughs> thing that isn't disgusting is the interview and his book. It is brilliant. And we know this for a fact because we've actually had someone who's listened to our homework we set them. Uh, we've had a couple of people say they've bought the book, but one in particular has sent this message, and I, I don't know if I could... Can you read it a bit better? They've Let's sent a, a picture of the book. They've actually had it delivered already, um, and they've already started reading it, and they don't said... Don't worry. Lick down to 
will be much easier to bore if you read this book of French froses. That's brilliant. <laughs> and they've actually sent a picture of, just to show us they bought the book. I, I don't know. Well done, everybody. I don't know. By sending that, that we don't, we, we know, we don't get anything. We're not getting a kickback from selling the book. But thank you for letting us know. And someone has said, love these shows. Thank you very much. Please send our love from our groups. And this is some of the groups that we're talking On about. Facebook, Facebook. Yeah. Um, Love to Arthur and ourselves and keep up the good work. Ah. That's nice, isn't it? Ah, oh. that's nice. Well, nice welcome. Heartwarming start to the show. And I think that's how we're going to keep things this week. And a, um, a happy Sesame Street day to you, Adam. <laughs> and a happy Sesame Street day to you. Uh, that's right, because when you listen to this episode on Tuesday, the 10th, I do believe, it is... Sesame Street Day. Yes, I don't know how you celebrate that. I would celebrate it by doing my Sesame Street impressions, probably. Waka waka, waka Hey, bird. Hey, Ernie. <laughs> and various things. Elmo wanted to go play. Yep. But that, I, that's I, the Muppets. Uh, they crossed over because Kermit was also in Sesame Street. So was uh, um, the Muppets also had Bert and Ernie in both as well and Sesame Street. Did they? I grew up on that. I grew up on that. So I know that stuff. Before my time. In, yeah. <laughs> So how's your week been? It's been all right. How's yours been? Yeah, it's not been too bad, thank you. Up and down like the weather, but you know. Um, so let's not get bogged down with that, because last week I think you just talked about weather for ages. I might have done. Yeah. Um, so highlights for this week, I would say... Can I just say oh, the biggest highlight yeah. for me? Mm -hmm. Obviously, I know we don't, we don't really get political on here very often. No. But the US elections... Actually, I was, I was following them quite intently, wasn't I? Yeah. I was like refreshing the browser every... Like I just minutes. like to wait. To, I just like to wait to the end. I just think it's pointless sitting up and waiting and keep looking on it, especially it, as it dragged on this time. If you'd have stayed up for all of that, you'd be oh goodness, yeah, be quite if, ill this time. If anybody did try to stay up for the uh, the U.S. election results, um, I mean they're probably still asleep now, aren't they? <laughs> um, let us know. Um, but yeah, obviously, if, you know everybody knows it now. Biden won. Trump is out. Not that he's you know. He, not that he wants to, he's kicking up a fuss, throwing all his toys out the pram. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Biden won, so that's highlight of my week. And uh, his wife is leaving him as well. Well, Trump's, Trump's apparently. Apparently. So, I mean, it's not exclusive. You haven't heard it here first. We're just <laughs> reading what man on internet said. Um, so yeah, that man think, on internet. <laughs> I think that is pretty much good highlight, yeah, for a lot of people. Um, and for a couple of you, probably not a highlight because you liked Trump. And if if you are those people, then stop listening to our podcast. Um, we do have a lot of people listening in America. So do, but I howdy. I hope you're okay over there. And I uh, hope you're looking forward to four years of, of not Trump. Hey. Okay, highlights for me. Mm -hmm. um, was we had two meals that were really stood out this week that we don't normally have because of this extra spice we used. Um, oh, yeah. So highlight for the week for me is a spice, and I can't even say the spice. So if you could say the spice I had, you know the one I mean, the uh, seven spice thing, the Japanese seven spice. Togarashi, also oh. known as sashimi. Oh, that's easy for you to say. Oh, that's nice, using your native tongue. Well, um, basically, there used to be a restaurant that I went to regularly in um, in New Zealand and it was a Japanese restaurant, obviously. Um, and I used to get this quite a lot, and I haven't had it since 
then, which was like, you know, it's what, six? Yeah, a long time ago. Let's not mention your age. Yeah. You might lose a few listeners who stick around thinking you're a youngster. <laughs> <laughs> Next to me you are, so it's fine. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like a, um, I don't know, uh, a nice throwback meal for me. Um, you received the spice in the post like a mystery. It was like almost like. My mum sent it yeah, to it me. Yeah, it's almost like someone sending Thanks, some mom. mysterious drugs in the post, which happened to be, um, and I quote, give food attitude is what it says on there, because I think it's from a company called uh, Taste Spice, I think it's called. Um, yeah, so there you go. It was tasty. It was, it was tasty. You made two meals with it, two different types of meals. You made a saucy type thing with some vegan chicken, um, with um, a sort of a ricey side, a special fried ricey kind of, you do an egg fried rice, but it's with tofu, rice. which is lovely. Yep. And then the next time you did it, well, I was like, I love that spice. Do it again. And then the same week, uh, which we don't often repeat kind of meals, you did it, but it was totally different because it was with noodles and um, these lovely little things on the side you got from somewhere. From Iceland. They were really nice. Yeah. Like party food, but Chinese-y spa- party was. food, wasn't it? It was like a spring rolls, but yeah. um, they were fancy so spring rolls. So that's a highlight for me. Fancy spring rolls from Iceland. That doesn't really make <laughs> sense, does it? things don't go together. Iceland, for every, anybody that's outside of the UK, is... Um, a country. Uh, well, yeah. But um, <laughs> the shop is just... They sell a lot of frozen food, and it's seen as being quite quite cheap and cheerful, isn't it? Yes. Um. I was just wondering if we had if we went to the uh, uh, Japan to eat this meal. Yeah. Um, would we be eating Japanese food, or would it just be over there known as food? Probably just yeah, just food. Okay, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another highlight for me was more food, and again repeated twice on the same nights we had those meals as well, which is <laughs> bizarre. Um, was you're delicious. You make. A mug cake, yeah, which is a cake in a mug, and it's so tasty. Um, I think we should treat the the listeners to how to make this. To my cake in a mug. What are you doing that voice? Because it's my cake in a mug. I thought that's how that's how they talk on the telly when they talk about food. I thought you'd had a turn then. (laughs) Well, you can give Nigella a run for her money then. Tell us all about that cake. It's not just a cake. It's a cake in a mug. Cooked in the microwave. Because I'm always too hungry to wait for it to cook in the oven. Get some flour. I don't know how much because I never measure things. Maybe a couple of spoonfuls depending on how big your mug is. Add sugar. Again, just a couple of spoonfuls, I don't know. Depends how sweet you like your cake. Add some milk. Preferably vegan. Add oil. Just a blob. If you have vanilla extract, whack a bit of that in there as well. That makes it vanilla cake. If you want to make it chocolate cake, put some chocolate in it. Add baking powder if you're using plain flour. Otherwise you just end up with a sticky mess like I did the first time I cooked it. 
Mix it all together in your mug and put it in the microwave for about a minute and a half, maybe two minutes, depending on how big your cake is and how powerful your microwave is. Mine is 900, but I'm not boasting. Be careful when you get your cake out, because it will be really freaking hot. And that's it. It's just a cake in a mug. Done in the microwave. Well, there you have it. Cake in a mug. Done. Boom. Nice voice. Thank you. Yeah, I think I think we're going to have Thank some... Thank you very much. Yeah, I think we're going to get some different listeners this week. <laughs> Maybe for the wrong reason. Maybe for the right reason. Um, <laughs> but it's a reason. Can I just say as well, mm? uh, another one of my highlights, I know we've done loads of highlights, but really right. quickly. It's nice. Um, we recorded a little advert. Oh, week, yes, we right? did. Yes. And that was one of the highlights of my week. Because it was very enjoyable writing it with you and recording it with you, and it was just very lovely. Oh, you mushy, mushy thing! Oh, was it actually really nice? In fact, I think we should whack it in now. So, how about this? Now, a word from our sponsor. Who's our sponsor? It's us. We're our own sponsor. So oh, okay. It's, it's an advert for something we're doing this Christmas. Here it is. Keep calm and book us presents magical doorstep visits. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock Lockdown, it seems, has shattered our dreams Stopping your shopping and all of your fun Now the second lockdown has begun Christmas isn't that far away and with so many restrictions it's going to be harder this year to go and see Father Christmas so why not let him come to you? We have lots of festive doorstep visit options including Father Christmas, Snowy the Balloon Elf, Hoffy the Magical Elf, Elf on the Shelf or your favourite Snow Queen. We pack the visit with plenty of fun and entertaining content. What about the adults? How about a chronogram? Contact us for more information on Facebook at Keep Calm and Book Us. Worry about little ones, he's on his way Making a doorstep stop He'll visit with his elf friend, bring a present and chat That's a doorstep stop Ho ho ho! Don't forget, if you book a visit for November, you'll get ten pounds off! Well, while we slurp on our tea and sit back and relax, we're going to insert into the podcast our pre-recorded interview part two with the wonderful Arthur Bostrom. Now, if you haven't listened to uh, part one, uh, that was in the previous episode. So go back and listen to that. Otherwise, this won't make sense. Of course, it'll make sense. But listen to the first one. (laughs) It's a great interview and we enjoyed chatting with the man. We really did. And uh, hope you enjoy it too. Friend of the week, who's it gonna be? So let's chat about your book, Good Morning France, Officer Crabtree's French Froze Book. It's French Froze Book. Fun. Yes, there we go. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, the idea came from one of the times I was at the War and Peace show with the others because we used to surround it and we would do signed photos for people and group photos and things like that. And then I thought, you know, when, Kim Hartman, who played Helga, often had lots of other sorts of things that she was selling as well, which were very funny, you know, like 
her, her lacy underwear or something like that. Adam owns May a I pair of them. Yeah. What could Crabtree do? And then I, I had this idea the last minute, I think it was about a week before we went, to do this this um, phrase book. So I, I made one and had it printed online. It was like pamphlet-sized. And I, it just sold like hotcakes. I mean, everybody kept going, oh, God, my, my husband really loves that. You know, like another one of those. And I, and I thought, well, mm. <laughs> But it took a long time to find um, to find a publisher who do it and, and all of that. It was very interesting because people, uh, publishing people that w- were interested, they said, but we don't think it's um, enough on its own. We think if you combined it with a sort of biographical account of your time doing the series, then that would be more interesting. And I thought, well, that's two different things, yeah. isn't it? I, it seemed to me the whole point was that this was writing it as you know, as Crabtree, and it's got nothing to do with, yeah, people know it's not, you know, me, but um, but written as, as if he's written it himself in France. Exactly. And and it's a continuation of that, aside from the fact that he'd be about 120 years old by now, but, uh, you know, <laughs> so that, but it eventually got, and it's another nice story about how, how I finally found someone, because um, a friend of mine who lives in Hampshire, um, she's, she lives in a wonderful place, which is like a converted stately home that's been knocked into four parts, but it's a lovely place that she lives. And next door to her um, is is a chap I, I, I got to know over the years, who's a publisher, but he, he publishes law books, so legal publishes he's a barrister himself. And it's a very established but very niche publisher. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was having a bit of a problem finding a publisher and stuff like that, and I just thought, oh, I'll go and ask Brian... You know, for a bit of advice, that is what I went to him for, just advice, what what do you think I should do? And he said to me, you know, so like, leave it with me, as you said, I'd give him a sort of PDF of, sort of, the, of the kind of content it would have, and he'd been chuckling away. And he runs the business uh, with his son. He said, I'd like to talk to my son about this. Anyway, the next day, he gets back to me and says, Arthur, we'd like to publish the book for you. <laughs> I went, what? And I said, he said, well, you know, I know it's not what we normally do, but, you know, we know you for, you know, you know we won't rip you off and all that, we're friends and all that. He said, we, we think it'd be a lovely thing to do, and so we'd like to have a punt on it if you'd like to come in. And that's how it, it, it and he's a really wise old, but he made, to be, I'm giving him enormous credit because he, the book is much better than it would have been if I'd have, say, self-published it. Yes. Mm. You know, I mean, because he, he acted, he, he challenged, he said it needs a lot of varied content in it. You know, just lists of the words is not enough and all of this. So it's got illustrations in it. It's got other sorts of aspects to it that give it better value. And I think, anyway, and I think he, and it looks good to the way he, he, he put it together. I mean, so I, he, he was brilliant. It was sort of meant to be. So we... We got it done. <laughs> so that's the story of that. That's it's, yeah. it's a fan. It's fantastic, and it's it is honestly this. Obviously, it's not a real. You know, it's not actually it's a, not an actual a, a phrase, phrase book, book, but it's written <laughs> as, as, if it as, as if it wasn't actual. That's the thing. It really does read as you would read a phrase book when you are trying to learn things, and the, yeah. the way it gives the little examples, and then it puts the whole thing together as as, as a sentence in a situation. I mean, it, it, it's, it's spot on. And then the ask Crabtree sections yeah. as well. Yeah, that, that was. <laughs> My publisher's idea, and it, it, to have something like that, and we just lo- I love. That. <laughs> it's um, brilliant. Mrs. So and So from Billerick, Essex asked, you know, there's one in Welsh. 
I don't have any answer for that. <laughs> it's so silly. And the index, which is called the undex, which was just done with an algorithm. And, um, and so it, it's, it's completely unhelpful because it just points, it's just picked up words and the odd phrase in the book and accurately gives the page, but for no reason <laughs> not anything you want to go for. So it's kind of, I thought that was genius. I mean, I can't claim any, any uh, you know, uh, it wasn't my idea. It was the producer's idea of well, his son. And uh, I thought he did a great job on that. And I just thought, well, that's just so in, in the whole feel of the whole book. <laughs> but, yeah, but the other thing about it, which I really enjoyed, is because... You know, the character of Crabtree, you, you had to, I had to sort of make up things about him because we never really knew anything about him other than what we saw yeah. in the episode. We don't know, we know he came from England, you know, he'd flown over as a Brit. But I think a lot of people forgot that, you know, um, but he was a British agent. Uh, but we don't know anything about it. I always thought, you know, upper middle class, went to a minor public school <laughs> where he didn't do terribly well but because of family connections you know he managed to finally end up somewhere in you know the British government services you know and uh, uh, you know and that sort of thing but also it's like what what other things did he think about or whatever you know so what sort of life did he have so when I introduced chapters I'd sort of I'm writing it as Crabtree in his English you know because yeah. No. It just came naturally, so I really enjoyed writing those. But all, pretty well, all the words I thought up were never in the series, you know, for the French words. So no, exactly. Like, They're phrases you would you never use. You choose a subject and you just... And it, it, it's so funny how it came up, you know, and there's a... I think my my proudest section is, is books. Um, it's like if you want to go to a library or, or go to a bookshop and it lists of books and... I was very pleased with Withering Hoots. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's so silly, you know, but it just leads. Bloke Hoots. I tell you what, they. The end of the Biscoville. Pockwock Poopers. And of course, Nacholas Knuckleby. Yeah, uh, the Lude of the Wrongs. The Lude of the Wrongs. You know what I mean? That's, that's, if people get into it. That's an important um, thing, isn't it, though? That it, that comes across as well when you write something. I mean, people write things to write things, but if you've got, you know, that passion behind it, it always comes across in the writing. Well, oh, and also I knew who I was writing it for as well. Uh, so it was a desire to please fans, yeah. you know, because, and I'd seen the reaction from the, the sort of trial version. And, you know, whenever I've done events or whatever like that since, and people say there's they just love hearing a couple of phrases, you know. I mean, I've done personal appearances and things, and sometimes, quite often, with Vicky Michelle, we work very well together, and um, uh, and so we would do events and stuff. So I come on and say, you know, maybe people are wondering what I am doing here. Well, I was just pissing by, so I thought I would come in. People would love hearing that because they always remember that. Funny 
enough. But so that was that was in my mind writing it. But I wanted it to be not, you know, I wanted it to be serious as well, like doing the serious, you know, like yeah. putting the effort in. And that's really, you know, where I, I absolutely credit my publisher for, for that to push me to make it you know even better than i thought i could do and so and i think that's good when you when you get challenged to do that it it makes you do it better you know it's like it's like director it's like don't come on knowing it just creates something that's better so i tell you what yeah. though the book really it really messes with other things that you read afterwards <laughs> um because after having a little look at your book and then I was just reading an article and my brain was trying to make sense of normal words that my brain recognises, <laughs> thinking, oh, hang on, brilliant. what's, what's the word that supposed before. to be? <laughs> Unexpected results of writing a book yeah. in Franglais, you know, oh gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, you've, bro- you've broken the wife, Arthur, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't read anymore, I don't know what this word is. <laughs> well, that's funny. Well, people people often ask me, you know, I can you speak normally after you've done that? I say, yes, yes, I kind of switch it off. But you know, I, I can it, you sort of leave it at the stage door, as it were. But um, I can see what you mean. I mean, you can you can get one can get obsessed with yeah. it. And I, when I was writing it, you know, just just thinking of trans, how Crabtree would say it. You know, it's it's silly though. You see, there's this because there's, there's an. The, the, that's another thing I can say about Crabtree, really. And, and speak, I mean, and a lot in this book. It, I hope it's funny, but there's there's lots of moments that are that are silly uh, in in a good way. Yeah. I hope. Oh yeah. Um, but there was one. There's a bit where the, where he's doing different words, and and it's sort of lump and lamp. And one of them said lump. The French is lamp, and then. <laughs> Yeah, to make it funny on the page because it's it's usually you know what what Tutu Gummy is, is me doing it. Yeah, um, and I understand that, but I think the I think people that are fans of it would would sort of probably hear my voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. we re- uh, we we read it in your voice. I, I would think anybody who picked it up <laughs> knows the series would wonder what. <laughs> well, if it ends. <laughs> If it ends up accidentally falling into like uh, in with actual, no, no, into actual, um, you know, you go to Waterstones and it's mixed in amongst the actual the phrase books, the actual language section. I think. <laughs> well, no, it's um, it's sadly not in Waterstones, but there we are. But uh, we'll sneak a few. We'll, we'll sneak a few copies in. <laughs> we'll sneak a few copies in without telling people, <laughs> and we'll, you'll get people trying to learn no, learn no, French from it. No, I think it absolutely the should be there. Yeah. Oh, hundred yeah. hundred percent. Now, speaking of, where can people buy your book? Well, I mean, you, you can get it on Amazon. Um, it's you know, and we also have. I mean, a, a good place to head if you're really interested. There is a. Um, a Facebook page, Good Morning France, yep. dedicated to the book, and fans of of the book and and all of that. And within that, there is a if if somebody wants a signed copy, this is something we we introduced this year during lockdown, because people were asking for a signed copy. And so you can just for a little bit more, you can, but you can go straight through to the publisher's site and do it, and then I get 
told what it is and then I send it out, I sign it and with a with a with a message if, if somebody wants to or as Crabtree would say, a massage. <laughs> and um, that's nice. You know, sometimes so people have got you know, I, I just usually write, you know, I hope you enjoy this <laughs> book, you know, and all that stuff. So but it's just <laughs> this is what I'm saying, oh, it's silly, but it's fun. You know, and people buy it for whatever reasons they have but uh, you know birthday hippie bath days you know, there's another one <laughs> I... and <laughs> you know Silly but it, 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 it's through the through the, the Facebook site um, uh, page Good Morning France there's, there's everything but uh, so any, or, or you can get it through um, Amazon well, the good thing is we'll also put the links to your Facebook, uh, the Good Morning France, the Morning, Morning France, France. <laughs> um, and we'll also put the links to where they can find all that and your YouTube, which is hilarious as well. Um, oh, so we'll, yeah, we'll put them all on there. There's going to be more videos coming up soon, um, so I'm going to do quite a few. Oh, that's good. So, uh, that is good. Yeah, we uh, we will definitely put, we always put in the description when we when the podcast goes out on all the different platforms. There's always links to the different places oh, well, where it can go. Oh no 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 no! I mean, I it, mean, I, I I yeah, and the Waterside Press actually is their their um, email address will get you everything you want for that as well. You know, it's, it's a it's a nice way to do it. Fantastic. And the thing is, like you say, you keep referring to silly. I think um, silly is a good thing. Um, silly is especially in this current situation silly silly is what you kind of need yeah silly is a good but it's thing also, it's also there's a difference between I base, like well i base my whole life on being being an idiot yeah so you oh, know i don't want to chat i am silly. everyone says he's such a silly fool there's so. a there's a difference between just silly and clever silly. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and definitely. Yeah, it definitely, definitely well, falls under the clever silly because some things are that i've seen are, are so off the wall weird yeah and, you, and they are silly uh, but they're not good silly <laughs> you know because i can't get into them and it or it's the, the humor's puerile or, or something I, I i just don't you know maybe it's my age but i just can't get into it <laughs> oh no 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 we're on the same we're on the same wavelength wavelength definitely in that respect a hundred percent because you could say i mean you know classics like monty python i mean that that was there's an awful lot of that that was silly yeah uh, but clever silly exactly what you yeah you just said yeah and uh, that's that's the difference Another uh, another done British by, done by good people yeah. who knew what they were doing. Again, you know? it's yeah. funny. It's funny. Again, we're back to funny people doing funny, doing funny lines. That's yeah. that's where I. I mean, that makes me. I always sound like I'm old-fashioned when I say that, but it is. It's always something I'll I'll say. It is funny. My dad used to say it as well. They're they're funny people delivering funny lines. So I've always, I think I was brought up on the good stuff. Thankfully. Mm. Yeah. Um, now a strange thing we know you've done. Um, you've done a voiceover for. Um, we've done a little bit of spying. I hope you don't mind. Um, no, we're not. We're not. We're not in a. We're not the, from the resistance. Not that kind of spying. Um, we've. Um, you've. I, I can't pronounce it. It's, well, I think it's. Is it was it Wack Fu? Is that how you pronounce it? Wack Fu. Um, yeah, it was. Um, oh, it's, how interesting! You've been delving. Well, it's um, because it's this, French. That was a, a, a sort of. Um, it, it's a sci-fi comic. Um, um, anime, series, isn't it? An anime thing um, that was originally made in France, and the fans got did a crowd crowdfunding campaign to get an English translation of of, of the thing done and, and and English voices. So and and, and the English and American people. So it was sort of mid Atlantic accent. So it was halfway mm-hmm. from that. Yeah. I played two the two main villains in that Ooh. actually. So mm-hmm. yeah. 
the Wikipedia, it's, there's even a Wikipedia page about it, and you know, it's mentioned on that, which is just amazing. But that was the first time I'd done anything like that, so I'm dubbing over, you know, what, what had been French before, and it was sort of odd, isn't it? Yeah. It was French. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm doing, yes, and, and I mean, that, that was remarked upon, <laughs> you know, but yeah, very interesting. It's a, it, again, it's a series, I, I couldn't get, you know, because I would turn up to do the work and I would not in every scene. And it was very difficult to follow it, you know. And I'd yeah. say, well, what on earth does this mean? And what? why is he saying this and all this? And often nobody could tell me because <laughs> they hadn't seen the rest of it. And they had, this is, well, this is what we've just received today. That's why we're doing this. So we don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> so you just make the best of it. But uh, I think it was quite successful. But it was shown on Netflix and, um, yeah. Well researched, there, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, we have, we do have our moments, don't we? Are yeah. we are? Um, I think we are. We're always, we're constantly on IMDb, really. Well, yeah, we love IM, we love IMDb. <laughs> like, yeah. what else you has everybody lo- done? I need lo- to know you everything. Can, yeah, you can lose, yeah, you can lose a day there. IMDb, and I, I can't, I don't know. I've not checked recently. <laughs> That's a weird thing because <laughs> for a long time, I'd, I'd never used to bother checking it, and then I kept seeing things referring me as being in a program that I was never in. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the series now, but um, anyway, and I, I finally tracked it down to IMDb that had me listed as being in the series, and which is that I was not in. And in the several times I said, well, I actually wasn't in that. And people say, well, on IMDb, it says, <laughs> I went, well, I think I know if I was in something or not. You know, and, and, and <laughs> it's like, who do you believe? The person that was like, hilarious. And I said, I, did, I don't know how or why my name is, is there as, as being in that because I wasn't. You know, and, uh, even my current agent double chased. So, <laughs> you, so you weren't in it? No, I wasn't. You know, well, I think we got it removed. Finally, but That's how funny. I got there in the first place is a mystery. That's really funny because my IMDb also has a credit to a film I was not in. <laughs> yeah, well, there we are. Isn't it weird? I don't know how it happens, but. It's a sort of Chinese whispers thing with lots of things that go round and round yeah. and round. And um, I mean, the, it's interesting with the Alolo, uh, for instance, fan groups on Facebook, for instance, which are, who are great, you know, and they're so enthusiastic and all that. But I have, I have, I'm on those. Uh, I've sort of gone on them, but I don't usually post. But every now and then, I'll notice something on it that's. I think, oh no, you're you're going down a real dark alley, and then none of what you're suggesting is that did happen, you know. But or that's not why that happened, or why someone left, or something. And I and I just suddenly pop in. I mean, you you can't create silence no. online, but but there's a sort of I I something that explains what happened, and there's this long pause before anybody replies. Oh, oh thank you very much. Oh well, well, it's very nice of you to explain it, Arthur. You know. But, no, yeah. The bad, you know, the wrong info getting out there because 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 it becomes real there yeah. because you know people often say, and I understand that you did blah 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 blah, and then you have to say, well, I didn't actually, and no. then it's boring because you've got to kind of extricate yourself from that. Whereas somebody's asking a question that they assume is true, but these things do get distorted. Yeah, you know, reasons why people did things or didn't do things. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. It is. Yeah. It is, but it's, it's usually just because I say Chinese whispers, somebody starts thinking and then somebody else tells it and, you know, a hundred people down the, 
<laughs> sort of where it started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the good thing about that on Facebook, as it, as you are you, and if you do correct something, they're not going to question it. Which <laughs> gives, true. it gives That's the flips. It, no. it gives the flips. You know, there's full of absurdities with this because when I when I I'd, I'd always avoided Twitter, yeah. or as Crabtree refers to it, Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think a lot of people refer to it as that. Yeah. But, yeah. but it was very difficult to get on it because there's at least three other people pretending to be me on it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and, That's and then bizarre. I was I I come over as just like another imitator, you know. There was somebody on it for years, um, who who actually who I was aware of and he had about ten thousand followers. Oh my goodness. Do, um, he used to do a, a tweet every day. And then he finally, he'd never asked permission no. or what I thought of it. And then he finally got in touch with me and said, yeah, I'm the person who's been ripping you off the last few years. <laughs> and um, it's going really well. So I was it's thinking of getting some, well. getting some merchandise going. What, what, what do you think about that? You know, I'll, oh I'll, I'll, I'll include you in. in the, I thought, excuse me. Wow. You know, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> That's I know. extraordinary. <laughs> That's out, actually uh, extraordinary. But, uh, I mean, it's it's terrible. I don't know whether he's still on there, but there's other people. Too. No, he's written a Spanish phrase book, apparently. No, no, <laughs> well, he wrote a he wrote a Crabtree phrase book long before I did. I don't know. It's on it's on Amazon, but I don't know whether it bought it. Unbelievable. It was sort of something that sort of niggled away. I don't get, but I don't like some. It's that sort of. I'll have that, you know, yeah, I'll oh. watch that. And I, and I think, well, no, you know, it's not yours. And it's not entirely mine either. I mean, it's a, yeah. a copyright for my character is owned by the, the states, because they've both died now, but uh, Croft and, and, and Lloyd, you know. but And as it should be, you know, it was, it oh, no. was, that was their creation. Definitely. Mm. Mm. I mean, that is a, it's a strange, it is strange, isn't it, when you see things like that. Um well, I hope now, now we've said all this, this <laughs> I have a, a final thing to ask, actually. I know we've kept you some time now. I hope you don't mind. Um, no, it's fine. Uh, we talked about IMDb and things not being correct. I do hope this is correct because we've noticed, uh, and I've been on to double check, and they're saying it's now postponed. It's going to be uh, out uh, next, towards next November. Um, a, a, a film uh, called Advent has sort of perked my interest. Oh, well, yes, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's a small thing, but it's... Um... I mean, it, it, it's it's done through a, a film and TV course at uh, Walsall College, which uh, and they approached me. They they produce with their students really good movies, and it takes them a couple of years because they you know, but everybody's working on them all that. But they, they a lot of the movies they've done have, have won awards at uh, you know festivals and things like that. But this is this one. I I just did a day's filming, and they just asked me to play this part. And I thought, well, yeah, how nice of you to ask. So I went. Um, and that was some considerable time ago. Um, but it does, I'd say, it does take a couple of years. So I play a mayor, and it's a Christmas It's, it's a Christmas story, as, as Advent, obviously. Um, we do love a Christmas film, don't there's we? There's about four parallel stories going on, you know, and then it, they all get resolved in the end. Um, 
and it, it was just a rather nice script and a, and a nice it and they're, they're lovely people um i keep in touch with them they they were great alolo fans and you know they've helped me out with a couple of things you know video wise and stuff you know when i've been suddenly had to produce something quick and i thought i don't have the means i sort of do now because you have to have everything at home <laughs> yeah. now but yeah. then i didn't and i thought oh, i will do it for you you know and pop down you know but they're great great people so that's what that is so um it's not it won't be in i don't think it'll be in cinemas but you know but it'll be available somewhere it's just one of those jobs you do for the, you know, I had a lovely, lovely time with with lovely people, so it was one of those things. Well, that's brilliant. Know. I mean, we love a good Christmas, any okay. good, and we love a good okay. Christmas film, and it does. Yeah, it does. It does look good. Um, that's why we thought we didn't I just thought of mention it there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, the way th- you say it's not going to go cinema, but I think the way things are going, I don't think anything's going to be. I think I think it's a. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's online and uh, Netflix and chill and all that kind of yeah. thing from well, now on. Well, the interesting thing I saw, because I think the Cine World, has, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, they've just packed up. But one thing that has risen is, is independence. Yes. You know? yeah. and, and I'm actually, I think that's a good thing. I mean, I think this is happening all over in lots of different sectors of, of life as well. I mean, over the years, for instance, there's been lots and lots of... Um, uh, chains of, of restaurants, for instance, and many of which are quite similar, you know, and things like that, and they, mm-hmm. they've taken over the high street and stuff. And, yeah. And then sort of the case of squeezed out lovely independence, and, you know, I try to support local businesses oh, if I can, and, and, and I think they're coming back into the fore, and I think, you know, that's a good thing. If anybody's listening and, and has worked for um, a chain restaurant, this is not a dig at that. And I, no, no, no. your job, I mean, it, it, it's dreadful. Um, but I just think there is a one of the many changes that will happen post COVID may well be that uh, there'll just be different ways of doing things. I think. Yeah, and um, you know, um, it's what not do all we bad. value most? I mean, I love independent cinemas or art cinemas and things like that, I, and particularly if they're older buildings. Like, yes. I mean, oh, I mean, brilliant. I, 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 to be honest. The, the multiplex thing has never appealed to me, you know, because often the film you're in, you're in a very small space, and it's not that much better than a large screen in your own home. No, you know, mm-hmm. and and so, and I think a lot of people have worked that out as well, particularly with the size of screens in some people's homes now. Why would you want to go there? Exactly. Yeah. I, I grew up watching films in a in a big cinema in my hometown, mm. and you know the old fashioned type that that are mostly around now um and i and i loved that it was exciting it was theatrical yeah oh yeah multiplexes never feel theatrical well yeah it becomes very well we we have to admit doesn't it we only ever go um well you know we haven't been since uh you know goodness knows when yeah months and months and months um but we do only go to the cinema for the uh for the 4d experience now because shaking around on your own sofa at home just isn't the same <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been to one actually i've never done that it's so an unusual you recommend that would you well, oh, it's definitely un- arthur it's an unusual i'm not we we joked at the first we were like first we were really when we went to one because this is not the ones where it's just 3D it, it, it moves I've been to you, a 3D yeah I didn't, I, guess, this one gets the water I didn't even know there was a 4D yeah I, I mean I can't imagine what that is 
That's just real life, isn't it? You get you get like you get punched in the back, like the, the you know like the the seat oh has got the yeah. seat's really? got like it vibrates, it moves, it there's you know some like smells, it smells, isn't there? Smells, oh, smoke, water, spray. Like those things that that's like flight simulators. Yes, yeah. Like... It's very much like that. The I mean, it was the first time we went. It's really silly, wasn't it? They said, I'm sorry, my wife, you just bought, Leanna just I bought just, a coffee. I just bought a coffee because it was like, you know, it was like, you know, 10 minutes till the film, you know, starts. And I was I was a bit cold. I think it was raining that day. So I was like, oh, I'll quickly get a coffee. And we went and she went, I'm sorry, you'll have to, you know, either bin it or drink it. And I was like, I've just spent like four quid for this coffee. Not I'm, gonna waste I, it. I'm going to drink it. So I, so I downed this hot coffee and then we sat in the seat. And, and as even, soon as it started, even wasn't in it? the trailers, there was a trailer, I think, for like the army reserve or something. And we were getting thrown about, and I'm like, oh and my I, god! I turned, I, didn't I? No attention. I went, yeah, because at the time we were like, oh, this is a bit, bit much, making us have to not take our drinking that we've yeah, just bought. This is, but we were ready to sort of have a little grumble. That's and as soon as it started shaking, yeah, as soon as it started shaking, kind of what bottles with straws yeah. coming out of them, or something that you can yeah. hold you're not going to spill. Uh, and well, seasickness pills, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I literally turned to you, didn't I? Even during the trailers, and I said to you. So glad that they made you drink that coffee. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd probably be scolded now. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I really haven't heard of forty. Oh, it's it's, so it's something it you need to try once. Wait, is it usually sci-fi films or things like that? Or uh, we, yeah, we are quite. I mean, they do put the. They don't just put anything on, do they? They are they are putting ones Action-y in there. So know. luckily, we are quite fans of the superhero genre. Well, yeah. me too. I, I, watched Iron Man again last night. Oh, oh, that's a we, good one. So yeah, the films that work best in that kind of shake of the yeah, they did put a lot of the superhero DC got, DC things on, didn't they? Well, actually one of the best ones we saw was um Shazam. Like just every teeny tiny movement because I mean like there's a lot of um like subway like train scenes and it feels like you're genuinely, you know, on the underground. Bobbing along on the train, yeah. yeah. It's extraordinary. You've got to try it, Arthur. You've got to give it a no, go I once. Will. Give I, it I, a I, go I, once. I think I could, yeah, I think I'd enjoy that with a few friends, you know, when, when it's, when we've gone back. When you can, when, yeah. When, 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 whenever but, it is, yeah. No, I'd be up with it. I didn't, yeah, the only thing I saw, I think, in the 3D was The Hobbit, and I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> um, it was weird. I always feel like you need films that were because obviously The Hobbit. I mean, it's you know, there's not a lot to be 3D, but like animation and horrors, they're yeah. really good yeah. in 3D. Yeah, like Things that you can have. Film must be terrifying and in 4D. Don't don't Arthur. That is actually that's quite sad um, because the first when this 3D thing started, I was one of those people that wouldn't mind going to the cinema on my own if, if no one else was going or I wanted to see something. Um, this is years back. And the first time the 3D came out was a horror film. I can't even remember what it was now. It was, some, it was rubbish, some kind of axy type thing. But it was made for a 3D film because everything's coming out of you. And I went on my own and it was I went late because I'd already had a gig. And it was, it was a really late showing. And there was only me in there at the time. When I went in, there was no other customers. So I'm I'm already scared before I've even put these 3D glasses on, which I'd never gone to see a 3D film before. And it just starts. And to a mum and her daughter must have come in as well. I didn't know because I'm in my own little well watching the beginning five minutes in. And they sat behind me <laughs> and they made a noise. And I kid you not, I screamed so loud. 
<laughs> that it actually scared them. They screamed because I screamed because I just heard noise and there was no one else in there. I turned around. We all screamed for ice cream. We all screamed for ice cream. And not at those prices in the cinema, never. Um, and um, then there's a little, there's a few moments later, and I'm trying to calm down. And she goes, she leans in and goes, "Do you want to sit with us?" <laughs> <laughs> Which you most definitely cannot do at the cinema now. Which, which I can't do now anyway, but I didn't. No, I didn't. I said, no, I, th- I think I'll be fine. I know you're there now or something like that. Um, <laughs> now I know you're there. I won't scream again. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Embarrassing. Um, thank you. I'm sorry for rambling, but it has been absolutely lovely to have a good old chit chat with you on our podcast. chin wag. Um, oh, no, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks so much. No, no, no yeah. problem. Thanks for giving up your time. Please. For, for no. A little independent podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what it's nice to see. It's good. nice to see that. Um, please uh, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, it's nice to see that uh, there's a lot of people out there that want to hide away from a, an iconic character they've played because they're sick of it. Um, I know there's you must there be times when you might be, but Sometimes the good thing, I do. of course, no, of course, but but you've embraced, but you you've embraced it enough that it, it, you know, you know it's part of it's been part of your career. Yeah, I'm enormously grateful to yeah. it. I wouldn't have missed it for anything. Exactly, that comes across talking to you and that, and we 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 know that, and that's a big thing for any for any fan that's watching and listening. Sorry, listening. I always say watching like I'm on telly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, listening is a nice. It comes good across. Job. It not, comes we're, across. We're in our pajamas. Yeah, it is a good job we're not on telly because we are in our pajamas normally <laughs> when we do a podcast day. <laughs> we call it our sofa day, and then we just go Thank and do. The... That. <laughs> and that is why we'll never go mainstream. <laughs> yeah. And you mean, oh, you didn't get the memo about being in your pajamas, Arthur? No, no, I didn't oh. get that. Oh, we'll do it all again. We'll have, to, yeah. we'll have to do it all again. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, um, so thank you so much for gracing our, our podcast. And You're we, very welcome. we wish you all the success with the book and whatever you do. Please stay well and stay safe. Thank you so much, Arthur. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Friend of the week. And so that concludes our second part of the interview with Arthur Bostrom. Fabulous. What a lovely chat. It was. What a great man. Um, don't forget, you can listen to the first part anytime you like and this part again. You can tune into any of our previous episodes. Uh, they're always online and always free. Uh, talking of Arthur, which we have been doing, mm-hmm. um, he uh, messaged me during the week and let us know that he's also been posting up some new, uh, as in character, as Crabtree, he has done some more YouTube sort of chats he does during lockdown. So the lockdown things, or the lickdown uh, <laughs> chats as he does. And they're hilarious. So go and have a look at them. We'll put the link to the YouTube for him on the description of the podcast. Any LOLO fans listening? Um, which I'm sure they are. Which they are. Unless they've tuned out now because I said it was the end of Arthur. Oh. And they're like, ah, now we turn it off. Oh, man, we should have put this earlier because this is should've. a plug for you. Because uh, the wife... You may or may not know, she does burlesque, but she does a wonderful Helga burlesque routine, and it is very good. She does do a good Helga. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, including <laughs> the fallen Madonna with the boobies, uh, the actual boobies, in this case, uh, the wife's. Um, it's a great little routine. So if you're thinking about a party and you want it to be LOLO themed, she's got that routine for you guys. And because of lockdown, I can also do... Uh zoom performances as well exactly and uh it was even endorsed by the real actress herself kim hartman kim hartman she saw the routine and she loved it um so there you go i mean you can't say better than that can you don't forget 
if you want to uh, give us any more suggestions, because there's no jokes this week, by the way. Ah. No, um, knock, knock. Who's there? A man without a joke of the week. A man without a joke of the week. Who? Me. I've got no jokes this week. Oh. So do send in suggestions <laughs> for jokes You're or anything idiot. you want us to talk about. Uh, and if you want to just uh, get in touch, please do. We do love that, don't we? We do. <laughs> it's the things we've watched this week on TV and on Netflix and other places. So what have we been watching this week, Adam? Well, Leanne, what haven't we been watching? I mean, Loads of stuff. Oh, yeah, there is loads of stuff. Yeah. It's probably best just to talk about what we have watched, the good stuff, and not all the things we haven't watched. For instance, though, you did watch the results coming in live for the... Uh... <laughs> the US election. <laughs> yeah, um, which I didn't, but occasionally you go, hey, Adam, he's up to 112 now, whatever it was. And I'd you, be like, oh. You weren't even listening, were no, you? No, well, I just, like I said, tell me at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> when, when it's done, it's done then, and we know. I'm not um, going to review that, though. No, we're not. <laughs> um, so, back to the TV. Uh, the old telly box. Um, Truth Seekers. Yeah. What I thought was going to be, when I said to you, this looks good, what I thought was going to be a film turned out to be a series. E it's an eight, eight episodes. Um, I hope they're going to do lots more because it's so, so watchable. Very funny. Very well written. Uh, uh, very well written. Um, it is Nick Frost. Funny man Nick Frost. Gotta love Nick Frost. And thankfully, his partner in crime, they're back together again. I mean, he's Mr. Hollywood now, isn't he? His partner in crime. Yeah. Um, but he is in it as well. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Uh, very funny. Very different roles. Uh, very funny. Uh, and cameo kind of part, small part, but a brilliant part. Um, playing Nick Frost's dad in it is really weird casting, but it's Malcolm McDowell. Like he's, he's a, so good. a legendary actor, isn't he's he? He's so good. Um, like you say that his is a cameo, but um, oh no, he's not. Si no, Simon Pegg's Simon is a cameo Pegg's as more well. of a cameo as well. To be fair, uh, uh, basically, it's called Truth Seekers, uh, and it's a it's a team of part time paranormal investigators uh, that use homemade gizmos and gadgets to track down supernatural things, and they share their adventures online, and it's very funny. Uh, and they sort of do haunted stakeouts, but they they're they, like super but they're, amateur, yeah, and they're doing their daytime job. But they always they always stumble across something supernatural. Uh, they they sort of install Wi-Fi and stuff, don't they? Yeah. Um, which is really clever. They use a company that's called Smile. Is the the made up company in the in the series that they work for, and the Smile logo face is actually Amazon sort of videos. It's the Amazon, the one, Amazon Smile, which is very clever. Um, I think they threw that in because they can. Yeah. It is on Amazon Prime. It is an Amazon original. Um, it really is easy watching and it's really funny. Um, it's got some really gritty spooky moments as well in it thrown in but it's but hilarious it's absolutely hilarious so do watch that truth seekers eight parts but it will honestly fly by you you'll be like oh we're, we're, we need more we need more and um, what else what else we got um we watched a really good film that was actually um suggested by my dad mm -hmm. um called extraction now we'd added this film to our netflix list um, a little while back, and we just hadn't got around to watching it. So we did. And then, um, yeah, my dad said, oh, it's a really good film. I think he'll really like it. So we gave it a watch, um, and it was rather good, wasn't it? Action-packed um, from the start. So non it's got um, Chris Hemsworth in it, who we both love a lot. Very handsome man. Um, a dashing chap. He is. Um, so basically, um, a kid gets kidnapped. And um, he gets sent in to go and get him. Um, it is super 
actiony. Oh my um, goodness. Towards, towards the end of the film, I did make comment saying, I wonder what the body count is in this film. Oh, it's the most body count is... I think we've ever seen in any film, including when they gun down lot... zombies in a zombie movie. Yeah, There's like, so there's many a... kill people killed in this film. There's a lot of action, a lot of violence. I think in one fight sequence alone, on, on the you know that kind of on the rooftop thing, or going up and down the steps, he kills at least... 35 people yeah, in that one fight. Yeah, obviously we don't um, we don't support violence. No, we don't. But, um, I don't movies. It was a, yeah, it was a very fake violence. Um, it was a very good film. Yeah, um, and we found out afterwards they're making a second one. Woohoo! Woo That's an exclusive here if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely watch that as, uh, uh, as suggested by my dad. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> um, now, uh, well... Uh, we also watched More Shaft Than You Can Handle. Hey. No, it wasn't porn. Uh, we watched Shaft, the newer, the newest Shaft, which 2019. Yeah, because we hadn't seen it, had we? No, we'd seen the other ones. We'd seen the old original Shaft. Uh, and this time it's Shaft's son and also the father of Shaft, who played the original Shaft in the old movies and the TV series. They're all in it. It is what it is. But it is also very comical. Well, this is the thing because we kept seeing it come up on the um, the comedy genre mm -hmm. on Netflix, and we were like, "Really?" And yeah, then we we went, "Oh, let's give it a go." We haven't seen it, and you know, Shaft is good. Who is a man? No one understands him, but his woman. Shaft, John Shaft. Sorry, I got carried away. It's well worth a watch. It really is. Yeah. Um, and what we liked, I mean, this isn't even like one of the main things we liked about it, but um, just that vibe of the music that's in all the, the way through it, all the way is through in it. this. And it just really sets, yeah, sets it. I don't know what the word is. It, it's good. Yeah, it immerses it sets you into the it. Scene. It sets the scene. Uh, and that's what we've watched this week. Cheers. <laughs> Well, that's the end of another podcast. Thank you to everybody for listening. Yeah, keep tuning in. I know we've got a new sort of sort of a mini fan base that have joined because they had Arthur Bostrom. You know, they're from the LOLO fan They club. won't listen in so again. Well, let's hope if they do stick around. We have got lots coming up. Uh, and next week we will be announcing another very special famous guest coming up in our oh. show at the end of this month oh. to be announced next week i've got to leave them something dangle them something to come back for <laughs> uh thank you so much for tuning in um we do love all of your feedback so do keep it coming um and we've had another review but we haven't got time now but it's a funny review and we'll do that next week well how about if everybody goes on to apple Podcasts and leaves their own review oh, they can read them nice mm, thank yeah. you so much that's very clever i see what you did there <laughs> now then um we will be back uh next week whenever you listen to us i guess yeah um but we have a new episode every tuesday we could be back in like about 10 seconds yeah because they could be listening yeah. to back to back podcasts uh -huh. catching up in the future. Oh my goodness. When we've already recorded the next one. Oh my goodness. Mind blown. That is just <laughs> crazy. Anyway. Uh, didn't have any jokes this week, like I said. So please, we need some suggestions. What you do is send in some su funny subjects or just an object, and I will try to make up some jokes based around that. So send them in. <sighs> stay well, stay safe. Podcast. Mwah. <laughs>